It's time now for another edition of Roarman's Raging Softball Report, everything Louisiana softball. Now, here's your host, loving Louisiana softball since 1981, it's the Roar Man. Hello and welcome to another edition of Roarman's Raging College Softball Report podcast. I am the Roar Man. Thanks for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. So the Cajuns were presented with two opportunities to get a win over a Power 5 opponent in Texas. In this podcast, I tell you exactly what happened over those two games. But before I do, I hope you consider taking the time to subscribe to my podcast and tell a friend. So let's go. In the first game, Kendra Lamb got the start in the circle for the Cajuns. In the first inning, the Cajuns, from my viewpoint, made three mistakes that cost them a run. First, Kendra Lamb threw the first pitch two inches off the outside of the plate and the ump called it a strike. I was thinking that was a good thing because if she could continue to hit that outside corner and have it call for a strike, she was going to be successful. The second pitch she threw was fouled off by lead hitter Janae Jefferson. So with the count 0-2, what does Kendra do? She throws four consecutive balls and walks Jefferson. That was mistake number one. The next batter reached on a fielder's choice. The ball was hit to Langoliers at short. She decided to get the out at first instead of getting the force out at second. That was mistake number two. She should have gotten Jefferson who had walked out at second. Kendra got the next two batters out. Then a hard hit ball to short wasn't handled by Langoliers. That was mistake number three. She was charged with an error and Jefferson scored. And uh, that's how the, um, the top of the first inning ended. Cajuns had their chances in the bottom of the first inning, but a mistake took away those chances. And here's what happened. Texas started the freshman pitcher, Sophia Simpson, who was on the same high school team Barbers Hill High School that Sam Landry was on. And it looked to me like she was about to have a nervous breakdown. She couldn't throw a strike and she loaded the bases with no one out. She threw a wild pitch and Jenna Keene scored from third, making the score one to one. The next batter flies out to center and Sophie Piscus, who was on third, scores, but she was called for leaving the base early she was out that was another crucial mistake so with two outs the next batter struck out to sum it up bases loaded no one out and the cajuns only score one run if they would have scored more say like three runs making it three to one it would have been a totally different ball game the longhorns did not threaten in the top of the second i think in the bottom of the second is when I started to have my doubts that the Cajuns were going to win. That's because Mike White pulled the freshman pitcher and put in the left-hander check. Uh, She threw the ball with a lot of spin and she was hitting the outside corner. I knew if she kept throwing that outside strike to left-handed hitters, uh, the Cajuns were going to have a very hard time hitting her. And uh, she ended up getting uh, out uh, of the second inning. Both teams went away quietly in the third. In the fourth, Kendra walked the first two batters, then a hard hit ball to third was not handled by Campbell, and the runner from second scored, making it two to one. 
and the Cajuns uh, were really very fortunate to get out of the inning with not allowing more runs. In the bottom of the fourth, the Cajuns answered, and yes, I was kind of surprised. Uh, Kramer Ushte got a hit. She advanced to second, and then with two out and two strikes, Maddie Hayden singled into center, and Ushte scored from second to make the score two to two. Both teams made it out of the fifth without causing any damage going into the sixth. Uh, Lamb had only given up one hit to Texas, but in the sixth, it just kind of looked to me like Kendra was tiring out. She gave up back-to-back hits to the first two hitters. Uh, and at that point, um, she was replaced in the circle by Megan Shorman. Megan promptly walked the next batter. Then she walked the batter after that, and a run scored uh, because she gave up those two walks. So she was replaced in the circle by Carly Heath because she was not able to throw strikes. The next Texas batter hit a ball between third and left, and it fell in the grass. Falterman misplayed it, and all three runners on base scored. With two on, Parker, the hitter for Texas, hit a three-run homer, and at that point, Foreman replaced Carly Heath in the circle. By the time the inning ended, Texas had scored seven runs, and again, like I mentioned in another podcast, the Cajuns let their little pet monkey on their back turn into King Kong. Now, if you look at it up to this point, in five games, the Cajuns had played against Power 5 schools over a six-inning stretch. That's against Alabama, LSU, and Texas. The Cajuns allowed 30 runs. And uh, to sum it all up, that game ended 10-2 as Texas scored another run in the top of the seventh. So the second game starts with Sam Landry in the circle for the Cajuns. Now, she was dealing with a shoulder injury, and the coaches are being very cautious with her recovery as she is in this for the long term and not the short term. Uh, She was on a very limited pitch count, so she gets the first batter out. Then she gives up a home run to Mia Scott on a big, fat pitch down the middle of the plate. But that's all she gives up after pitching the first two innings. Uh, She was throwing the ball with a lot of spin, and her off-speed pitch was very effective. It's just really too bad she could not continue, as again, she was on a very low pitch count. In the bottom of the first, the Cajuns threatened as Stormy walked and Sophie uh, hit a single with runners on first and second. Jordan Campbell uh, hit into a double play to end the inning and the momentum the Cajuns had disappeared. Texas started Shea O'Leary in the circle. In the Cajuns half of the second inning, Taylor Roman got a single and at that point, uh, O'Leary was replaced in the circle by Dulcini as... uh, You know, O'Leary was just struggling. Uh, She did not look comfortable. And again, uh, she was replaced by Dulcini. Roman was thrown out trying to seal second, and uh, Dulcini got out of the inning. Megan Shorman came out for the third inning, replacing Landry, and for the most part, she did a very good job. Uh, The Longhorns did score in that third inning, and let me tell you what happened. Dayton beat out a bunt. The next batter reached on an error by Stormy K at second as she could not field the ball cleanly. On a fielder's choice, both runners advanced, and the next batter hit a single, driving in both runs and making the score three to nothing. Uh, 
The score stood that way through the bottom of the seventh as both Shoreman and Dulcini did not allow any runs. In the bottom of the seventh, with two outs, Laney Cradour hit a home run to make the score 3-1. Kramer Ushte then hit a single, and Matty Hayden followed with a double, scoring Ushte and making the score 3-2. With Matty at second and two outs, Jenna Keene was the next batter up. Jenna was hitting above 500, but you know, she's a small ball hitter, and at this point, the Cajuns needed a ball to be driven to the gap to score Hayden, so Glasgow chose to replace Keene at the plate with Sam Grader, who had not played in either game due to a uh, sore wrist. So the freshman in this pressure situation struck out on three straight pitches, and the game ended. Texas wins 3-2. to two. It was nice to see some fight in the Cajuns as they almost were able to even the score, but it just did not happen. My overall analysis of the two games coming in, Texas had struggled. They were 16-9-1. I really thought the Cajuns would at worst split. Instead, they got swept. And looking at the box score over the two games, the Cajuns struck out 18 times and they made five errors. And against the Power 5 team, that is just not good enough. They also had some opportunities, especially in the first inning of the first game, that they did not take advantage of. And again, it happened uh, once again in one game. The Cajuns allowed the, opponents to, the opponent to have a huge inning. So 0-6 against Power 5 teams. They will face Texas one more time in about a week and a half in Texas. And we'll see if they can take last night's experience, learn from it, and get a win. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and tell a friend. This is the Roar Man saying, as always, see you at the ballpark and go Cajuns.